0: You are now listening to episode two of Golden Hour with MB. What's going on, you guys? Welcome back to my podcast. I just want to thank you guys for being patient with me while I try to get these episodes out. As you guys know, I am in school. So just with my school schedule and knowing that I have clinicals on Tuesdays, I'm sorry, on Mondays and Tuesdays, and then you guys usually get your podcast episode On Wednesday, um, it's just been a lot to actually juggle. So the podcast episodes will be um, for temporarily. They will be um, every other week instead of every single week, just until I get all of my finals done, because that has been a lot having to study as well, especially... Since it's literally in one week. So <laughs> I don't like having a clouded mind when I am talking to you guys. So now I am going to actually um, take the time, the necessary time that I do need to have a clear head and get the things done that I need to get done. Clinicals has just been a lot. <laughs> it's just been a lot. And Although I am, you know, happy in the field that I'm in, it took me a while to actually make this this decision because I wanted to make sure for myself that this was something that I wanted to do. A lot of people actually get jobs and they go down career paths that they don't really want to be in simply because they would just want to make, you know, their parents happy or whoever supports them happy. And I just wasn't going to do that. Like, I don't care who you are. I'm not, I'm going to live my life based off of my terms. So, if that means that I'm not going to get this job because I know for a fact that three months down the line, I'm going to be miserable, or I'm not going to go down this career path and go to college just to get this degree because I know for a fact that I'm not going to use it once I'm done with it. And now I have all this debt that nobody else is going to pay except for me. I'm just not gonna do it. And I made that decision right after I got out of high school. A lot of people don't have that that backbone to not make that decision. And that's completely fine. If you like people running your life, then do you. But personally, I'm just not that person. I have really big Scorpio energy. And it's like I I've been honestly, I've been like this since I was a kid. If I want to do something, I'm going to do it. If I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. And that's just been how, that's just been me, like I said. So when it came to choosing a career path, you know, I had people in my ear telling me, oh, you would be a great nurse. You would be a great this. You would be a great that. But I just didn't want to do it at the time because I knew that schooling would take years of my life. I knew that the field that I was going in, I didn't know if that was something that I wanted to give my life to. This isn't something that is like it's not like um what can I say? It's not like being an engineer. It's not like being a whatever. Like this is an actual essential worker. <laughs> Be- becoming a ins- becoming a essential worker. So I didn't know if the medical field was really for me. And I'm glad that they actually make you go and do clinicals before you get into the actual career because they, that, that helps you see like, okay, can I stomach this? Is this something that I truly want to do? I've talked to, because before I actually decided to become a traveling nurse, I ta- I wanted to do um, e- the emergency room and then I wanted to do, become a surgical nurse. And I've talked to both. And one, the surgical nurse was basically like, unless you, you know, are a nurse practitioner or something like that, you're not really assisting the doctor like that. So you're kind of just standing around. So, I checked that off my list because I'm like, I get bored way too quickly and my mind starts going places. So, if the doctor is talking to me and I got to pass tools and stuff, I know I'm going to get bored. So, let me not even do that. Let me not even put myself in that situation. So, I was like, okay, I could become an emergency room nurse. Talk to the emergency room nurse. And she's like, well, I mean, this job is cool, but this isn't something that you know somebody would probably be okay with especially cuz i told her like i do get bored easily and she's like there are times ta- there are nights where cuz she she works at night there are nights where it's very dead and you pretty much have to just sit there and then there are nights where it's really really busy and when it's really really busy you lack the help that is needed. So I'm like, okay, that's still on my list, but I don't know. So I'm like, you know, when I first thought about becoming a nurse, I was thinking about becoming a travel nurse. So let me explore that again. And then I took it a step further and I'm like, well, do I even really want to practice in the States or do I want to go abroad? So I started looking at jobs abroad But a lot of the jobs abroad don't pay you as well as the United States. So it's really just what I feel more comfortable with um, when it comes to, you know, having a job out of the country. To be honest, I'm not at this point, I'm not doing it for the money. I'm really just doing it to help people. So if I do decide to go abroad, then... I will most likely be going to a third world country just to help the people that don't have access to the medical um, the medical care that is needed. There are a lot of people that get infections and a lot of people that just don't have the proper health care that is needed to take care of certain wounds and um, certain broken limbs. So it's just like it was a no brainer deciding whether or not I wanted to go abroad it is definitely on I mean I'm not gonna lie it is number one on my list after I get my degree but um I still have other things that I am working on within the states so I it's not like I can't just pack up and leave because I do have a dog and other people in my life so um yeah I'm just, I'm not going to just pack up and leave, but it is, like I said, number one on my list, and that's why I say, you know, make sure that it's something that you, make sure the career that you're in is something that you truly want to do. There's nothing worse than actually working in a career that you truly don't love, because at the end of the day, you only get one life, and it's not forever So I would rather be living a life that I am happy and proud of knowing that nobody else made the decision for me. That's just me. I've worked jobs where I hated literally everybody. I hated the customers. I've hated my supervisor. I hated the employees. I just hated walking in there, waking up knowing that I had to go there. I hated, I literally hated having a nine to five. And I know I'm, I'm pretty much going to school to possibly have another nine to five. But this is something that I decided. Having a nine to five wasn't necessarily something I decided because I had bills to pay. I mean, I still have bills to pay. <laughs> but when I was working for someone else, I just felt so un- unappreciated. I knew that... I didn't have the opportunity to grow within the company because you have those supervisors that have their favorites. And once they have their favorites, it's kind of it's kind of a done deal for you if you do want to move up in the company because they're not going to look out for you like they would look out for their people. Um, I used to work for Blue Shield of California before I stopped working there in November of 2019. And like I said, I just hated everybody. Okay. Everybody was annoying that called in. They, I get it. It's healthcare. You know, you get pissed off when your policy gets canceled for whatever reason. But it's just, I just knew that that just wasn't the job for me. And after a while, repetitiveness for me becomes, I don't want to work here anymore. So I really don't care. Like, I'm not even gonna hold y'all. There were times where I would just straight up put people on hold until they hung up because who did they think they were talking to? Okay. I was that person and I used to work for this other call center. (laughs) I used to work for this other call center. Oh my god, I am telling on myself what they gonna do. Anyway, they don't they I'm not gonna say their name because they're a smaller company, so you know, they need the funds. But I used to work for this smaller company. When I tell y'all, I used to straight up hang up on those people. It was a uh it was like a what is it called? It was like a triple A type of job where you would have to send out tow trucks and stuff to people. But yes, I hated them too. And those customers were straight up rude. And I just wasn't having it. I was getting ready to move back to um to my hometown. And, you know, when you're done with the job, like when you're done, when you know for a fact that you're about to leave a company, you just stop caring. OK, I don't know if y'all are like that, but when it comes to me, I'm just like, nah, especially when the people, the higher ups are rude as heck like. Mm -mm. so there's just there's this one customer he really had the right one that day because he every time I would hang up and he would call back (laughs) and get me because I worked overnight shift so he would call back and get me because his tow truck (laughs) couldn't find him (laughs) his tow truck couldn't find him And it's because he lied about where he was at. So I had to let him know, like, Brett, if you can't tell me exactly where you are, I can't tell the tow truck person exactly where you are. So it's just delaying the time that he's going to get there. And it was just this whole thing. But like I said, I just there were some jobs when I could literally think back and laugh. But there are some jobs where I was really just like I truly hated this place And I am so glad that I made the decision to leave I've been working since I was 18 years old That was when I got out of high school And I had been volunteering a few years before that Of course I couldn't make any money But you know, it. it is what it is. I enjoyed working. I was raised by a single mother. So all of her kids really have had jobs since either before they got out of high school or right after they got out of high school. And um, yeah, it's just been it's been cool, like being independent and not having to worry about uh People you know, giving you stuff just to throw it in your face, which brings me to my next point, because you will have people throughout your life that will, you know, help you out and will throw it in your face a little bit down the line. So I've just enjoyed being very independent. And I have this man in my life right now that really wants to do things for me but personally because I've been like this I just can't allow him to and it's it's kind of like a little frustrating for him because he's just like well I am the guy in your life that wants to do things for you and wants to show you how much I appreciate you which I get it like don't get me wrong you know, any woman would be hopping to this and would be so happy, but I'm just not that. Like I, I'm literally the last, like, if I ever ask you for help, it's because I had no, no other way around my situation. So I had to ask for outside help. And having somebody that just straight up offers without me asking is like a little, it's not alarming, but it takes me back a little bit because I'm not used to that. And I'm not used to somebody constantly trying to help me even when I don't ask for it. And it's not even that I'm struggling. It's not that I need his help. It's kind of just like, why are you trying to help me so bad? (laughs) That may be a little bit toxic on my end, because that goes into trust. But personally, I just, I don't, I don't like men doing anything for me. And I appreciate that, that he is. But I have been, like I said, independent since I was 18. And I tell him that all the time. I'm like, it's really, it's not you. But even with past relationships, um, my first relationship, I literally did everything for that person. And I mean, he didn't pay for nothing. I Like I literally say nothing. He didn't pay for a thing. And my second relationship, it was 50-50. 50 50 Um, and then with this one, it's kind of like, I do nice things for him. Like, that's the thing. I don't mind doing things for him, but don't bring it over here. (laughs) Don't bring it this way. I like, I let him buy me petty things. Like, I don't know if you guys are on TikTok or not, or if you guys seen this on Instagram, but there's this squid that like changes from a happy face and you flip it in and it turns into a frowny face. Like he bought me that because I saw it and I showed him one day. I didn't say that I wanted it, but he bought it. And um and, and I was I was happy because you know I really wanted it, but I didn't tell him that I wanted. It. Like he'll buy things like that. I recently bought him, I went recently went to uh Bath and Body Works and I got him this cologne. That I really just wanted, I really to be honest, I did this for me because this cologne smells so good. And I wish it was unisex because oh my god, I don't know what it is about Bath and Body Works and their their body misters, but they just smell so freaking good. So I bought it for him and he was so grateful. I don't know, I don't know if he like has ever been. In a relationship where his partner has like bought him stuff, but he was like so happy that I bought him something. I I think because it was, um, I think because it was so random and so was the squid. Like when he got me the squid, he comes over and his, like, he never sets his, um, his backpack on my table. And I'm like, why the heck is his backpack on the table? So I like put it on the floor and I see the squid like sitting next to it. And I was like, oh my God. But stuff like that is okay. When it comes to like bills and stuff, that's, that is where I have to draw the line. And I'm just like, you're, you're not my husband. I'm not going to expect any man that comes into my life to do husband duties for me, especially when they aren't my husband. I'm the type of person that will build stuff right by myself. If I could hang a TV by myself, I would. I'm just that person. I don't like to ask for help. So having a partner that really wants to do things is, has been an adjustment and I've had to allow him to pay for certain things. Nothing, nothing bill related, nothing that has anything to do with my house (laughs) or my car, but definitely like, or even groceries. Dang. So the boy don't get, he don't really get to do anything, but like, If we go out to dinner, I'll allow him to do that. For a very long time, I would offer, like for a very long time, I would offer to pay for dinner and all of that stuff. And he just got to the point to where he was just like, I'm just going to go pick it up. (laughs) So, (laughs) So it's stuff like that. Like I said, I just, I don't know what it is. I just can't allow people to do anything for me. And I I do have to get out of that because that can be really annoying for a man that really just wants to love on you and show you that, you know, you mean a lot to him. So, yeah, I really just have to get out of that. And yeah, I'm still not going to let him. I know he's listening to this right now. I'm still not going to let you buy me anything or pay for anything. (laughs) But just know that I'm working on it, okay? So there is this video that I posted on my Instagram stories a few days ago. And the woman was actually saying how most women don't want to treat their men like kings, but want to be treated like queens. And I felt like that is so true. Because for one, (laughs) if you feel like a man is supposed to be paying for every single thing, If you feel like your man is your bank account, if you feel like, I don't know, there's just a lot of things that women just expect these men to do for them, you know, just because they're sleeping with them. And I'm just not that person. Like, I don't expect anything from anybody. And if I do something for you, it's literally because I really wanted to do that for you or I really wanted to buy you this thing. And there are women that truly expect something from a man. So what she was saying, I really resonated with because, first of all, I don't expect the man that's in my life to be my dad. I don't expect him to be my bank account. I don't expect him to be anything except for, uh, I don't even know, uh. <laughs> a a shoulder to cry on a ear when I need somebody that needs to well that needs to listen. When I need somebody to listen to me and just stuff like that. Like I just I don't expect anything from anybody and that's just me. So I I really like I said I really resonated with what she was saying because she was also saying how, you know, sometimes men want to be pampered too. They, they want you to call them and tell them to be ready by seven or eight o'clock because you taking them somewhere. They want to get their feet done. You know, they want you to pay for their haircut. And I think most women get the man's role confused with that aspect. If he, I, To be honest, if he's not your husband, you shouldn't be asking him to do anything for you. But that's just me. I'm not going to expect the man that's in my life to do anything for me. Even when he becomes my husband, it's kind of just like, it becomes a 50-50 thing for me. I don't expect you to do more than what I'm doing. Now, if I fall, of course, I would want help. I would expect you to help me. But until that day comes, it's kind of just like you stay in your lane and I'll stay in mine. I'm going to continue to do things for you. And I don't, this is just based off of me. I don't expect you to do much. I mean, <laughs> he still does. And I really just have to deal with it at times because he's just gotten to the point to where he's just like, yeah, yeah, I don't care what you say. I'm still going to do these things for you. But that was an adjustment for me. And that's where, you know, a lot of people have to have good communication skills in because there are times when, you know, I actually didn't feel comfortable with certain things and I had to communicate those things. If you feel like your person, I call him my person. And for my Grey's Anatomy fans out there, you know exactly what a person is. So I call him my person. When I felt like my person was doing a lot more than I was comfortable with, I had to communicate that. If you feel like your person is doing a lot less, then what you're comfortable with, I don't know, maybe you're high maintenance, maybe you like to get your nails done every week, and he's offered to do that. Um, If you feel like your person, you know, should be getting your nails done, communicate that. But for me, it's just, it's it's a no for me. I'm just not that person that's going to ask my man to do anything for me, especially because I make my own money. So it just doesn't make sense for a man to be just doing the most when I can provide for my own. I've always been that person that just likes to stand on her own two feet and not rely on somebody else to do certain things for me. Because if you can't stand on your own two feet, what if he you know, can't stand on his for a month or two? Then he kind of looking at you like, okay, well, I did all these things. What you going to do for me? What can you do for me? Do you even want to do anything for me? And then when he gets back on his feet, he's looking at you sideways. And y'all looking at each other sideways like, well, dang. If this happens again, what's going to happen? So that can make or break a relationship. And that's where communication comes in because you need to set expectations of what you want from a person, what you expect from a person. I set my expectations when we were friends, like straight up. Like this is, this is what I want. This is what I want in a relationship. This is what the next five years of my life looks like. You know, I know you can't really plan your life out, but I'm going to work hard so I can get these things. And I made sure that, before we even pursued anything, that we at least lined up. We at least were going to be equally yoked. We at least wanted the same things out of life. So I wasn't wasting any time with nothing that wasn't going to produce into something great. I just wasn't. like I've done that in the past, and I'm just not doing it again. I was constantly getting into relationships with unequally yoked people. I was constantly getting into relationships with people that still needed to heal themselves. I was constantly getting into relationships with, well, not constantly, I've only been one. But after that one, um, I was dating people that that just, we didn't want the same things out of life. We weren't on the same uh, level. It was just a lot of miscommunication it was it. It was just a lot. I was settling a lot more. I was I was doing the most when I didn't even need to because they were doing a a. They just weren't. They weren't doing anything. Let's start there. They just weren't doing anything. Okay. So. Yeah, I, I'm not doing that again, and I basically let him know that, and he has shown me through his actions that he is going to go the extra mile for me and he's going to do a lot of things. So he has been able to break down a lot more walls than he realizes. (laughs) He's going to listen to this and be like, oh, for real? But yes, he has broken down a lot more walls than he actually has realized because I've noticed that when I am around him, I'm not hostile And I'm a lot more calm and I'm a lot more level-headed. And I know when I need to talk about anything. The other night we were up until about four o'clock in the morning just talking. And just, like I said, just talking. And it was nice actually having somebody that you can truly just sit up and talk to. Like I haven't had that ever, actually ever I've never just sat up and really just talked to somebody about life, about anything that I felt like talking to them about, about past traumas, about past relationships. And he doesn't get jealous. He doesn't feel some type of way. He truly just understands. And that is so underrated nowadays. I, I've, I've never actually felt so secure with somebody like I do. And... That, that's amazing to actually come across because if you have the opportunity to be with somebody like that and you're worried about materialistic things, that is so crazy. And this is why I make sure that I can do for myself because if I can't do for myself and I'm relying on somebody else to do for me, the relationship no longer becomes about us. It becomes about what he can do for me. It becomes about the thing that he couldn't do, the the argument that we just had, and that's another thing that I'm grateful for because we don't argue. We may have our 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 days where both of us are really just not feeling it, and when we have those days, we won't be around each other, and we'll take that day to really just like stay focused on whatever i'm we're doing. I don't know if I already stated this, but he is also an entrepreneur. And he was just like, you know, sometimes I do actually have to take time because one of the things that I was saying was, we need to make make time for one another. We can't just be, because we have, both of us have very busy schedules. So we can't just be, you know, day by day, not seeing each other, even though, I mean, we talk on FaceTime. That's cool. But going day by day, not seeing each other and it just be like that, just because we're working and we don't want to take a break. Like we just had to have that conversation. Like that's not okay. So he's like, I have to show you that I'm actually trying to make time for you. Like ladies, let me tell you, let me tell you, if you have somebody in your life that is actually making time for you, even though they have 24 hours of the day, they make an extra hour. So now you got 25 hours. He got he he just made 25 hours for you. If you find somebody like that, oh my God, keep them. Please keep them. If you have somebody that wants to talk things out and it's a healthy talk out. It's not, oh, well, you did this. No, like they're actually listening to what you're saying. They're actually like, I did this. Okay, I apologize how that made you feel. Like, let's let's start normalizing healthy relationships, please. Please. Please get out of these toxic relationships just because you've been with them for 10 plus years. And and now he he acting right for the first time ever. <laughs> please please. Like, like, oh my God. I dated. I dated a Leo and I've dated a Virgo. Both of them were the biggest manipulators I have ever met. And one, it, I, I mean, I saw his manipulation within like the third year of us dating. And the second one, I only dated really for a year and a half. But it's just like when you see characteristics like that, it's, it's time to go. It really is time to go, especially when you've been communicating like, can you please stop doing this? Can you please stop acting like this? But also make sure that you're not bringing those same characteristics to him because sometimes you'll get somebody that will mirror you and you won't even realize it. So I had to make sure like, hold on, am I doing this? Am I acting like this? No, I'm not. But I'm realizing that with the, the man that I'm with now, oh, he's treating me like this. So I must, I have to be a good person. I have to be. Because why else would he feel okay with doing certain things for me? Why else would he feel okay with talking to me with a normal tone? Without having to yell. We, we have never yelled at one another. Ever. We may go back and forth, but it's always... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing because I sent him this Instagram meme. I mean, I'm not this meme. I sent him this Instagram reel of this couple fake arguing, but they have very low model toned voices. So it, and I'm sorry. I just thought of that video, but yes, it's never this whole dramatic thing it's never that it's always calm it's always us talking things out in a very healthy way we don't cuss at one another we don't we don't we just don't do the most because it's not none of that is needed if you can't talk things out without raising your voice regardless of what the other person is saying if you can't talk things out without raising your voice just stop talking Let's let's go back to our kindergarten days. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Because I've also been in that relationship where I'm trying to say the worst thing to that person. And it's like, for what? If you think that I'm this horrible person that you just can't be with and you got to say certain things to me just to get under my skin, we just don't need to be together. Period. If you've ever disrespected me, in a way where it has ever made me so upset to where I just don't want to be with you anymore, okay, it's time to go. Because clearly you don't respect me. And by the way, we're speaking to one another. I don't respect you either. So, and I I get it. Sometimes as humans, we we go through our own thing where we just got to cut you out one good time. I get it. I get it but I'm just not doing that. Not in this lifetime. I'm, I'm not going to be toxic to you. If I feel like the relationship is becoming toxic, then it's, it's time for me to exit. Excuse me. If I feel like the relationship is, I don't know, if I can't communicate the way I feel, then it's time to go. I'll find somebody else that wants to communicate with me. I'll find somebody else that wants to actually treat me right. I'll find somebody else that won't take me for granted, period. I'm just, I'm not fighting with anybody that I'm with. I'm not going to sit here and cry. I'm not going to sit here and worry. One of the things, another thing that I also love is the fact that there is no uncertainty about him. He constantly reassures me. He constantly, and it's through his actions, not just with what he says. It's that constant reassurance for me that actually keeps me hopeful for the, the future. Because I don't know what's going to come of the future. You know, I don't even know if this is the person that God wants me with. But right now I know that, I know that... This is so healthy. I I sometimes I can't take it. Sometimes when when I am in his presence, I just be staring at him like, "Oh my god, wow, this is what I've been missing out on." I was settling for men that did not appreciate me, didn't care to reassure me that 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 were just. Bad for me, and there's somebody here that literally and I'm so mad that we would constantly miss each other. We worked at the same place, not at the same time he had left a few months before me, but we would we, we were just constantly missing each other throughout life until one moment where we met, and now the rest we don't know if the rest is history or if the rest is just for right now but we're living in this moment and we're happy and we're healthy and that that is something that i actually wish for everybody i wish for happy healthy relationships i do consider him a best friend i can literally laugh Like, you know when you're laughing and you know when you're laughing with somebody. He just makes me laugh because he's so dumb. Like, he's always doing something to make me smile even when I don't want to. And sometimes it is a little annoying. (laughs) It is a little annoying, especially... Especially when he does something to annoy me and then I literally... I try to be mad, but I end up laughing right afterwards. It's 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 kind of annoying, but it's nice. I've... My God. You know it's something when your family loves him and just be constantly asking about him. I've never... My my dad has never asked about previous boyfriends in the past. I don't know what it is about this one, but he be like (laughs) he be like, Oh, tell such and such such I say hi. Oh, is such and such coming over? I'll be like, he don't even like y'all. He don't even like (laughs) y'all. I'm just kidding because I know majority of my family is listening to this, but bruh, my dad is literally, I mean, he's not the nicest person, but he's not the meanest person either. And it's just funny to see the way they react with one another and to see how he just, he's so accepting of him. And I love that. Because like I said, in the past, it it has not been that. So it is very refreshing to see that this time around. But um, I'm gonna go ahead and end this here because what I really just challenge you guys to do is to write out, to really listen to this. I don't know where you guys are at right now, what you guys are doing, but just write out a list of all the things that, you feel like are going great in your life and a list of things that you feel like are going bad in your life now if the bad things outweigh the good that is completely fine that just means that you need to start reevaluating the things that are in your life and then look at your partner i don't like i said i don't care how long you've been with them there is nothing worse than being with someone that you are not truly meant to be with so Look at your partner. You need to make that same list. And when you make this list, be serious about it. And tell him or her to do the same exact thing. And really reevaluate your whole relationship. Now, if you've just had a couple things here and there, and first of all, for me, cheating is a no brainer, you're done. You're done. Putting your hands on me, you're done. You are Donna, okay? So if any one of those two things are on your list, just go ahead, rip up the paper and leave. Start packing your stuff or make him leave, period. Or just if you guys don't live together, just break up with him or her. Anyway, but make that list and reevaluate from beginning to end. If you feel like, your partner, and I'm not talking about the petty things. Oh, he didn't take out the trash or he didn't call you or some stupid. I don't know. Because people really be tripping off of stuff like that. But the the serious things, the real things. If you're if you don't want the same things out of life, if you're carrying the relationship, um, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, you really need to have a conversation. I just went over, you know, how I communicate with my partner. So if you can't have a healthy, if you can't have a healthy conversation with the person that you're with, I would say that you actually need to either go to counseling, if that's an option for you, or just work on it. I know one thing that actually helps us is keeping God in the middle of our relationship. So, um, we, we, I mean, we pray together every single day before we go to sleep. We, the things that we want out of this, we ask him for. So if we want him to help us with communicating, we'll ask him for that. So, If you guys are Christians, I don't know, whoever you pray to, but if that is something that you want to get great with, I would seriously suggest that you actually pray about it and give it to God. But in the meantime, because he can only do half of the work, it's going to take for you to do the other half. So if you feel like um, communication is something that you need to get better at in your relationship and also pray about it on your own as well. Um, Because he's, God wants to see that you have, you're trying to have a relationship with him and it's not just the things that your flesh wants. Okay. I had to learn that the hard way. (laughs) I think that's why I'm at where I'm at right now. But um, in the past, I wasn't doing that and I was just going about things like, If you feel like your relationship is pushing you closer to God in a healthy way, then, you know, it sounds like it, for me, it sounds like, I mean, for me, to me, it sounds like it's a healthy thing. But if your relationship doesn't push you closer to God, it kind of helps you forget about God and you don't pray as much and you don't do this and you don't do that when it comes to him and your life is kind of in shambles it it sounds like you need to add a little bit more him so um if that is one of the things that is going on in your life then i highly suggest that you have that conversation with your partner and let them know like i feel like this will be a great move for us and especially when you have somebody that does actually f- If you do have somebody that follows your lead, then I would milk that when it comes to this situation. Don't don't try to do anything toxic. (laughs) But when it comes to this situation, I would milk that because then they trust you enough to actually follow you. But, um, yeah, I feel I feel like I said but a lot just now and I'm sorry if I did. I truly feel like you guys have heard enough of my voice. I'm not going to lie. I do need some water, but I've been trying not to cuz it's it's really been flowing out. So I'm trying not to stop and take a break, but I am I'm at the end. If you guys, you guys already know what to do. If you guys have any feedback or if you would like me to talk on something specific, go ahead and send me a DM on Instagram at mbisgold, and I will be more than glad to talk about whatever you want me to talk about. But until next time, I will talk to you guys later.